0: this is what i have to deal with this one who went to princeton couldn't do that simple deduction i mean that's what i'm dealing with here america do you understand like i'm a simple man with not very many brains hello and welcome back to disney marvels for week of august 19th 2018. this is episode 18 Disney Marvels, the podcast about Disney, Marvels, Lucas, ESPN, and so much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graykin. Now, on with the news. Mickey, the true original exposition, opens November 8th in Chelsea, New York. Build as an immersive experience that marks Mickey's influence on pop culture and art over the past nine decades, the exhibit will pack 16,000 square feet of space with historic and modern works inspired by the Mouse. This was reported by the Daily News, the New York Daily News. The Walt Disney World Swan Resort is set to get, a reno- uh, get renovations um, to its common areas. The hotel will undergo a $3 million redesign of its lobby, public spaces, and coffee bars this year. The hotel renovations will be done in multiple phases with an estimated completion by the end of this year, according to Orlando Business Journal. Disney has announced Disney Aspire, which launched on August 21st. It is the most comprehensive program of its kind, offering hourly employees a wide array of disciplines and diplomas with tuition paid up front. That is big. Most businesses pay it on the back end, but Disney is paying it up front. In January of this year, Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger announced an initial $50 million million investment in a new and on-growing education initiative aimed to spe- uh, specifically at the Walt Disney Company's hourly workforce, not, this, not the contracts hourly ones. Um, he said, I have always believed the, that education is the key to opportunity. Uh, this was Bob Iger. It opens doors and creates new possibilities. While well, those possibilities for more than 80,000 hourly cast members and employees of the Walt Disney Company in the United States, those doors are now unlocked with the launch of Disney Aspire, a groundbreaking education program for hourly employees in the United States. I am incredibly proud that Disney has, is embarked in this historic launch, says Jane Parker, a senior executive vice president and chief human resource officer for the Walt Disney World Company. Who discussed this new potential, life, potentially life-changing program for hourly employees? <clears throat> Moving on to other news, the world premiere of Disney Channel's original movie Freaky Friday, the, on Friday, August tenth, strangely enough, is the top-rated TV telecast for the summer amongst kids six to eleven, and tweens nine to fourteen. So basically. Any kid from 6 through 14, they were watching Freaky Friday on that Friday. Uh, This ranks as the top cable telecast in six months amongst those uh, two demographics. Constructions of the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster in Epcot continues to move along. Thanks to WDW Magic, uh, their aerial photos that they have posted on their site show that the roof has pretty much been completed. Uh, The same with Ratatouille. Both moving along quite well. After making her debut in the season one finale, *Criminal Mind star Paget Brewster is set to feature as a recurring guest in the second season of Disney Channel's *DuckTales*, the twenty seventeen version of it, voicing the character of Della Duck. I'm probably gonna—I should do a segment on Della Duck in the history of her. Um, but I digress. The Rarely Seen Sister of Donald Duck and Mother to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. The character of Donald Duck was first mentioned in a comic strip back in 1937, but hasn't appeared in animated form until her appearance on DuckTales' Season 1 finale. Season 2 supposedly is expected later this year, and that's part of the rumors. Um, originally it was supposed to be post uh, come out 2019, now there are some sources claiming it will be coming out. Two thousand and eighteen. We shall see. Now on with the show. <music> Dateline September seventh, nineteen seventy nine. Bristol, Connecticut. The Entertainment and Sports Programming Network launched onto the cable channels. Billed as the worldwide leader in sports. This is the beginning of what is known as, or as we call now, as ESPN. That's what ESPN actually stood for. Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. Let's fast forward a little bit in their history, because I'm talking about something a little more recent then giving you a complete history of ESPN. Fast forwarding to 1984, when the American Broadcasting Company, or as we better know it, ABC, bought 100% of the company from its original owners. um, Which at that point now is known as ESPN. But let's move forward some more. Let's jump ahead to 1992, when ESPN expanded not just from the cable networks, but now is available on the radio as well, which just shows as Mike and Mike, and simulcasting those shows on the radio and TV, um, and it, it continues to grow at this point. But shortly after that, in 96, 1996, Disney acquires Capital Cities, slash ABC Incorporated, and ESPN part of that, and ESPN at that point continued to flourish. Or did it. A dark day of April 26, 2017. Over a hundred persons were released from the sports network, celebrities, sports personnel, uh, behind-the-scenes people. There was no bias. And again, in December of 2017, um, more cuts were done. It was it was a very dark day in uh, ESPN history at that point, um, even for Disney. That it was it was kind of cold, and it, the reason behind it was because of. Several years worth of declining viewership. Um, and the, the PR Disney's PR blamed that on the cord cutters. Um, those are the peop- movement of people giving, uh, giving up traditional TV TV services and opting to just go with streaming. So instead of subscribing to your local cable service or through satellite or something else, they just want to do they just get their internet capability or some of it just even just have their cell phone capability and stream everything via their phones or on TV, through um, like an Apple TV or an box or um, Fire Stick or something like that. So how is ESPN going to combat this? The answer that they had arrived on April 12th of 2018 this year It was called ESPN Plus, and on that date, it launched as a uh, subscription streaming service for the sports enthusiast. With a back library of documentaries, shows, and sporting events, plus streaming of current sporting events and exclusive shows, ESPN Plus is for for all who need more sports in their lives. I'm sure a lot of guys out there can attest to that. And some people have no idea what I'm talking about. So now ESPN Plus is not just a replacement for the broadcast network. It, it actually is labeled as, it is not a replacement. They, they do claim that right up front. We're not replacing the ESPN channels, uh, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, SEC Network, etc etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't need to go on. But it is a supplementary uh, usage. So you may ask, what can you watch on this streaming service, ESPN Plus? Well the answer, my friend, keeps changing. And by changing I mean it keeps growing. They keep adding content. You have the entire collection of the Emmy Award winning 30 for 30 documentaries, um, even some that are now exclusively made for the ESPN Plus. You have current shows, uh, current ex- and shows that become exclusive. They pulled them off of the networks and put them on here, like ESPN FC, Matthews Barry's Fantasy Show. Not, not that kind of fantasy show, people. Remember, this is a sports network. It's a show about fantasy football, um, and for all you fantasy football players out there, like myself, um, this is a show to watch and gather information besides from his podcast that he's on with some other great people. Uh, Stefania Bell and Field Yates and Secret Squirrel. But enough about them. What else do they offer? They have The Detail, a basketball analysis show. Like I mentioned, ESPN FC, which uh, um, will now only be on ESPN Plus, used to be on ESPN or ESPN2. In The Crease, an NHL highlights and discussion show. MLS Rewind, which is a recap of um, weekly MLS action. And ESPN Insider now is gonna be part of your ESPN Plus subscription, which gives you, besides videos, it will also give you a lot of um, written and magazine and, uh, and um, articles uh, and analysis ran up about different sports. And more, there's, there's just, again, it's something that is still evolving. Um, just like the sports set, sports content that's in, uh, involved. Currently, you can get stuff like Canadian football, boxing, uh, college sports, including Ivy League college sports, which that's a little more harder to come by. Uh, the Tennis Grand Slams, International Cricket, Soccer, I mean soccer or, or football, depending on what country you're listening in, uh, including MLS, United Soccer League, English Football League, Series A, which is the Italian league that currently Cristiano Ronaldo plays in. Um, so you get to Juventus and all that. You also got Everdrysh, uh e- Sorry, Everdrevis. Ah, that's a tongue twister, I'm sorry. And UEFA Nations, uh, the Nation, Asian League. Besides, again, soccer, football, you also have rugby. So you got Rugby Union uh cup, uh, carry cup, major league rugby, uh, military 10 cup, uh, world rugby, uh, the world rugby 7 series. Beyond that, you have the ultimate fighting championship. Yes, ESPN has a five-year deal, which starts next year 2019 this five-year deal is not even going on now it starts next year that they have now signed exclusively with espn plus um that they will be bringing their weekly fights and and their um tournaments and stuff available on there so if you you're an ultimate fighter um, type of person (laughs) you Be prepared to subscribe to ESPN Plus because that's where you're going to get most of your content. And not even just the shows, but some analysis and stuff on top of that. Um, so they keep on working to bring you more and more content. This is just, like I said, the current. There's uh, golf involved, and tennis, and <sighs> more more series and documentaries. Um, they they even had a show about the um, the road to Russia, which was about getting to the uh, 2018 World Cup in in Russia. Uh, obviously that's now past tense but so how much are you gonna have to pay for this? What is the cost for ESPN plus to get all that content and all in the new content that's going to be coming and all the content that I didn't mention? That's another good question. ESPN plus is avail- available available for $4.99 a month. That's for a monthly, month-by-month subscription. Or you could do a 12-month package, and you're looking at $49.99. So basically, you're getting two months free, more or less. Now, the real question, since launching in April of this year, how is the new streaming service doing? I mean, we want to know. Is this gonna be something that's gonna be around I mean I'm not gonna I don't want to subscribe to something get into it get hooked and then it's gone they're pulling it because not enough people are subscribing well I did some digging around because I wanted to know that exactly myself and nowhere was I able to find hard numbers because Disney is not willing to come comment with hard numbers but they are willing to say that they've been pleased they've been very pleased with the numbers of subscribers that they do have so take that as you will i mean they're they're at least being positive about it the it's not even just that though doing a little more digging the service performance is doing not, must be doing well because disney's media network segment which is what espn plus is part of the streaming service had a five percent year-over-year increase in revenue, and a lot of that they attribute to ESPN Plus. So that can't be. That's got to say something. If your media uh, network is showing a a growth, now let's remember, Disney had only a seven percent year-to-year, year-over-year growth um, for this past year. Five percent. Is almost the equivalent of you know it, it is almost equal to what the whole company did so that that's actually you're, you're thinking that's actually not such a bad deal then so how how are they able to offer all this content for just five dollars a month and still make money other streaming services I mean when you think about it certain ones which will remain nameless charge two times four times that so that's a that is a good question The simple answer, despite the monthly subscription, is you're still subjected to commercials. So while you're watching something, a commercial is going to pop up just like you do on TV. This is outrageous, you may say. Yes it is. But think of it, I just mentioned, just like when you're watching TV, don't you pay for your cable service, satellite service, Fios, whatever you have? Unless, I mean, you still have the rabbit ears and those are working great. You're getting free TV for those 20-some channels or less than that, depending on where you live. But otherwise, the rest of us have some sort of service that we pay to. And we're paying substantially more than $5 a month for it. And we're subjected to a a lot of commercials. So in the end, is it really going to be that much different? So, how how does this affect people? What do people think? Well, another thing that Disney was able to comment on is that there's a high volume of people who try out for the weekly free trial that they offer of ESPN+, Plus, and they convert to paid subscribers. So, those people don't seem to have a problem with the commercials, and they seem to like the content enough that they're willing to shout out, hey, I'm, I'll am i pay an additional $5 a month for ESPN Plus to have access to the ESPN Plus. <sighs> so, is it worth it? That is for you to decide. I, I can't answer that. It depends on your love of sports, your love of ESPN. I mean, even if you don't necessarily like the sports, if you like some of just the, the shows that they offer... You're going to have a lot of access to theirs. Now, again, remember, this is a supplementary. Not It's not replacing ESPN and all that stuff. It's not going to necessarily have all the shows that are available on ESPN, like NFL Live and and shows like that. Um, Golic and Wingo and that type of stuff is not going to be found on ESPN+. Plus, at least not currently. How do I watch this? Now, how do I you know okay you thought about it you're going to give it a try or you're just going to subscribe how do you actually get to it well that you do through the espn app which is available or the versions that are available through android smartphones android tv chromecast fire tv fire tv sticks fire tv cubes fire tv smart tvs fire tablets apple tv apple phones and iPads and my question to you do you currently subscribe to ESPN plus or are you considering subscribing to ESPN plus I want to hear from you let me know what you think of the streaming service or why you're considering the streaming service or why you're not considering the streaming service and I'm I'm not talking about the people just well I am NOT a sports person you just wasted 20 minutes of my life talking about something I'm not interested in. I apologize to you. But in some ways, I mean, this is very much Disney-related because think about it. This is Disney's real first subscription-based streaming service. Why is this important? Answer. Very plain and simple. Next year, 2019, Disney's launching the Disney streaming service. This is basically not only some way to try and move ESPN, plus fo- ESPN the company forward and regain some of its lost ground over the past several years but to test the waters and test the methods their, their uh, servers the the streaming capabilities their IT people etc the programs for their upcoming Disney subscription service, which we all know is right around the bend, less than probably 12 months away. So that's why, in some ways, ESPN Plus is huge. It's not just because of the sports, it is because of what it represents Disney. It represents Disney's plan. Moving forward, Bob Iger has self-said He does not see a future in traditional television markets. The future is in streaming. And if you have a teenager or younger, you know that is the case. They are, they don't, you know, the TV is on, but they're not watching it. They're watching whatever they're watching on their phone. Us older people are still watching on the the traditional television or listening on the radio. No, they're doing everything through their phone, their tablet, their laptop. Or they're streaming something on their TV. They're not watching the regular network stuff. or, Or regular TV stuff. Like I said, it's the cord cutters. That's the way that Iger sees everything going. So this is why this is important. This is why... You know, I dedicate an episode to it. So again, please, I want to hear from you. What do you think of this? Leave the information on our, you know, go out to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash Disney Marvels podcast. One more time, that's facebook.com slash Disney Marvels podcast. Or you can even go over to the Twitter and hit us, hit us up there at Disney Marvels. One more time on Twitter, that's at Disney Marvels. And let me know there if you're not so much of the social type of person or, or you have um, even beyond that, if you have ideas for the show or have any comments, you can email the show too at disneymarvels at Gmail dot com. Once more, the email for the show is Disney Marvels at Gmail dot com. This information is also available in the show notes. But please be sure to also share this show with your friends and family. And not just saying this particular episode, but the show in general. Um, if you know people in your life that are Disney enthusiasts, please introduce this, this show to them. Let's, let's bring the Disney family all together. Um, as in celebrating something that we all do love. And just means so much in our lives. And that's, frankly, that's anything Disney. Also, please rate the show. Go over to iTunes or whichever service you are listening to this or to us through. And while you're there, leave the review. Please, five stars or whatever you feel you deserve. Leave a little comment. You know, this is a, you know, Disney show. And Disney show about everything. Whatever you feel like. Just please be kind. No you know, don't need to be meaning bashing. But, uh, yes, please, please rate the show because by rating the show, it will help promote the show and get people interested. And also the streaming services themselves, <laughs> speaking of streaming services, but the podcast services themselves will introduce or be more willing to uh, promote the show. Um, but in wh- speaking of which, while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the show. Click that subscribe button. So well you always know whenever the next episode comes out. I try to do this currently weekly. Um, this past week is, was a little tough for me. I had a lot of things going on, but I still try to get these episodes out for you weekly. <sighs> that being said, I hope everyone is doing well out there. I, I, I hope you're doing well. I hope this week has been relatively good for you. I hope this upcoming week is going to be even better for you. Thank you very, very much for taking time out of your day. In listening to me listening to this show I know how valu- valuable your time is and you know what? I honestly I really appreciate your time I I, I mean I know how crazy life is and uh, you know trying to, to squeeze in a, a show a half-hour show or whatever this ends up being it does take you know it, it means you're not doing something else and I appreciate that you are doing that so this week I'm gonna leave you with a bit of trivia Since we're talking about sports, I'm gonna uh, throw one out there about sports, but it does have to do with Disney. So what sport did Walt Disney participate in and love so much that he even created his own tournament? One more time. What sport did Walt Disney participate in and love so much that he even created his own tournament? I'll give you a hint. It was also a subject of a Mickey Mouse short with many celebrities Uh, of the time making an appearance. The answer? Well, you have to tune in next show. And on that bombshell, I'll see you next time.